beautiful people. It's your boy CP The Real and this is Talk To Me Nice. I am here in the building with one of your favorite co-hosts, Queen Tavia. Hey world. This is a, uh, this might be a surprise to you. Definitely. <laughs> uh, but this is a viewer's request, you know what I mean? So I felt it was imperative to listen to the feedback that we get from our listeners and viewers and uh, people wanted to know who you were, Tavia. Well, let's give the people what they want. Let's give the people what they want. <laughs> um, I want to today. I want to talk about acceptance um, and the respect of you being a black woman, you being a woman in in twenty twenty. But okay. before we dive into acceptance, um, I'm on a personal journey right now, and through recent evaluation, um, I realize that I have not always showed up for black women. In, in my adult life. Uh, so for that, you know, I haven't done anything to you personally. I don't feel that I have. No. You know, if I have, <laughs> I apologize. But I do want to extend an apology to you as a black queen, as well as any other uh, black women that are listening, watching. Um, I apologize. I apologize that, you know, we as black men have not always been there for you guys. We as black men have not always heard, you know, you women. Um, and we have not always cherished and taken care of you. So, um, you know, that's something that I have accepted. I'm working on accepting. Uh, but I do want to, as your friend, as your co-host, as your business partner, um, I love you and I apologize. Um, love you too, CP. And I think that it's just all about growth. And so we appreciate the acknowledgement and the acceptance. And especially now that since the light has been shined on and you can like kind of see it a lot better. Yeah. We appreciate, you know, the transition and the progression. No, facts, facts. All right. So acceptance. 2020, mm -hmm. where Tavia sits today, have you accepted where you are in life? Um, honest answer, no. I haven't accepted it because I feel like there's always something that can be done. Um I've accepted the fact that there has been things that I could have done better. I could have um, maybe um, acknowledged a long time ago, but um, I think just being able to accept, accept the fact that black women probably will never get the full credit that they deserve is probably the only acceptance that I'm sitting on right now. That's deep. That's a hell of a thing to, to have to come to terms with mm -hmm. that you're going to have to accept. You don't think that that's, that's going to change? You really feel like you're going to have to accept to living with that? Honestly, in 2020, I am. I mean, um, I've seen a lot of, uh, especially Black men, they actually sit back and did exactly what you are doing, reevaluate, really look at how I view uh, Black women. Um, but for the majority of the world or all the world, I don't. I don't think that they'll all everyone will actually see or value a black woman. Um, but um, when we had that show about emotional intelligence, mm -hmm. I really been sitting on that and emotionally becoming emotionally intelligent enough to understand and accept that fact, but still be able to hold my head up yeah. and know my worth. Yeah. So. Okay. So you spoke on accepting things that you may 
or could have done differently, right? Mm -hmm. That or those are attributed to things that you have immediate control over, right? right? So I think in the black community, especially women, I think that um, you guys endure a lot, mm -hmm. you know, whether it be from the man in your life, family, father, mother, I think that that upbringing um, is comprised of a lot of trauma and it could be the same thing for black men. Right. So have you come to the terms of accepting not some of the decisions that you made, but have you accepted the things that have happened to you in your life from other people, things that you couldn't have controlled? I think yes, honestly, because I, I'm a type of person that if something happens to me that I didn't have control over, I try to give that person the benefit of the doubt. Um, and I forgive them because I can't hold on to that. So I can accept the fact that you probably will never apologize. You maybe will never see it. Or sometimes I just accept the fact that you you just were ignorant and you just didn't know. Mm. Um, but I'm not the type of person that wants to hold on to those things or hold a grudge or things like that. So. I guess by me forgiving you is kind of the fact that I'm accepting it. Mm, I need to drink some of your Kool-Aid because uh, I'm still troubling. Oh, no, I can't hold on to that type of stuff. Do you think people want to, though? Like, I don't, I don't, as a black man, I don't necessarily want to hold on to anything. But truly, you know, a lot of people will put on this facade and say, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. Everything that happened mm -hmm. to me made me the person that I am today. And I'm not saying none of that's true. Right. But there's also a part of being honest with yourself, right. right? And again, through this journey that I'm on, I've had to be honest with myself. Mm -hmm. There's things that have happened to me that I haven't accepted. I, I tell myself I'm right. okay. I tell other people that I'm okay, but I haven't truly accepted those things. And it, it may maybe not it may not be a grudge. You know what I mean? Okay. It's just when I lay my head at night, mm -hmm. those things still are on my heart and they, you know, they they mm -hmm. un, they they unravel me sometimes. So well, I think that it's beautiful to be honest with yourself because if not, then you will eventually some maybe that not that particular situation, but something else will make you snap. Yeah. So I think that it's good that you can be honest and have those real raw emotions with yourself. Um, so what got you to that point? I mean, if you're able to sit here right now with mm -hmm. me and say I've truly accepted everything, what was that? What did that process look like for you? It, it wasn't immediate. Yeah. It was me living with it, and I got tired of living with that. Um, I don't want to call it baggage, but just that emotional just baggage, I guess. Because yeah. at the end of the day, you, I can't change the way you handle a situation or what you're doing to me. But what I can change and what I can control is how I show up. Show up, and so I'm not going to allow the fact that you, whatever you did uh, to me, um. Stop me from living my life and being truly happy with me. Yeah. So I'm going to actually slide that right on back to you <laughs> and you can hold on to that. But I'm not going to let that bother me. But it it takes I had to be honest with myself. I had to say, OK, this really did hurt my feelings, but I'm going to move past it. And it wasn't easy at all. Yeah. It, it was not easy at all. But I I choose happiness and I choose my peace of mind over everything else. So whatever I need to do, I, I go for it. Yeah, no, that's dope. So how do you feel just personally in 2020 as a black woman, how do you feel y'all are treated? You know, obviously, you know, I, I really mean that when I offer mm -hmm. that apology, mm -hmm. but I, I don't think enough of us ask that question. You know, how do you feel? How do you feel in this world? And then how do you feel from the people who are supposed to be your Kings? Mm -hmm. How do we make you feel these days? 
Whew, that's a good question. I think, so for one, before I answer that question, I negate my feelings so much <laughs> because I don't feel like people will validate or not validate, but they will actually hear me or even care about my feelings. So you so, suppress them? Oh yeah. To like other folks, I care about my feelings, but I don't expect you to care about my feelings. And so I think that's just a pure reflection of how I feel like I'm being treated. You mm. know, I feel like a lot of us have a voice and we're telling you, you can even see it. But it's like you don't hear us and you don't feel us. And I feel like the first time in 2020 is when someone is putting a pause on it and someone's like, red flag. You know, we had a whole the situation with Breonna Taylor. Yeah. And to this day, the fact that there's people out there, black and white, who yeah. see nothing wrong with the fact that the, her actual killers, there was nothing done to them. Yeah. That is, that is. I'm like, sorry. Yes. Yeah. So, um, and, and. It's already the fact that she's a woman and this, the fact that she's a black woman. You know, this is already two strikes and look at how she's being treated. So the rest of us, you know, we we come and we're there for everyone else. But sometimes it just feels like who's there for us, like yeah. who's really there for us at the end of the day. And not just because it's going to make you look good because, oh, look, a, a black man is. doing No, at the end of the day, it's about that black woman. Yeah. Um, And so. I think that now I told myself I'm going to give it a, a try again to try to be accepting or open to open. Yeah. Uh, and try to express and voice how I actually feel about something. Um, and it, to see if someone can show that they really care, but not being, you know, over overly um, anal about, you know, uh, that person caring about me, but basically just saying, Hey, as a black woman, I feel like, Blah, blah, blah. And to see if someone can actually continue that conversation to just sweep it on the rug. Like, man, it's just black woman. So, so what have your expectations been? And I guess what have your relationships been like if you haven't necessarily communicated that outward, right? So you may not feel valued, but you said you're, you've been at a point where you didn't even express that right. to people. So that, that's got to be lonely or burdensome right you're walking around with that on yourself sometimes i think it's um i think just kind of some maybe in my upbringing my dad's a great guy but i think he was really big about everybody's going through something so we don't have time to sit around and talk about you having a bad day because i could have a bad day too and you think you carried that yeah to my adult life and so and even in some of my you know, personal relationships with uh, black men, I'll tell you something, oh, she's just nagging or she's just being a bitch, you know? So yeah. it's like, okay, you know, maybe I'll just, maybe it's me. But at the end of the day, it's like, no, it's not me. Cause yeah. after talking to other black women or other women in period, yeah. it's like, we going through the same thing. Yeah. So I think that, you know, it would only be fair to try it again. Yeah. Cause I can't, I don't, I don't like to say all men and all people and make those uh, large generalizations like that. But I mean, maybe 2020, maybe I'll try again. No, yeah. I like the fact that you own that though. You know, we say we, in the, in the black community, we say, you know, daddy issues, right? Right. The fact that you can own that some of the things that happened with you and your father affected your relationships as, right. as a woman. Right. So we can look at it both ways. Like, oh, I truly believe that a woman's first, a, a girl's first love or example of a, a loving relationship is with her father mm-hmm. and vice versa. Uh, from a, a, a boy, his first love is his mother. Right. And depending on how that relationship goes, mm-hmm. it can taint 
how you view relationships or how relationships impact you. Right. My first love was my mother. Mm -hmm. I love my mother to death, but my mother, just like any other relationship, had ups and downs. Mm -hmm. And I can sit here today and I know that some of the negative things that happened between me and my mother growing mm -hmm. up as a child shaped my interaction with black women. Mm -hmm. It's not good. Right. It's not bad. It's just I'm acknowledging and I'm accepting like I understand why I maybe harbored certain feelings, whether right. it be fear, resentment, mm -hmm. um, being in a position to maybe not fully love anyone. You know, mm -hmm. I'm 33 years old. I can honestly sit here with you, Queen, and say, I don't think I've ever loved anyone like 100 percent. Like I have to own that. In every relationship <laughs> I've been in, I have a son. You know, you tell people you love them like. I don't ever think that I've been with somebody and really, truly given them 100% of me. Mm -hmm. I haven't. And that's disheartening. That's <laughs> but the fact that you can acknowledge that yeah. and the fact that you can, you just said it, you can accept some of those things. Yeah. Now, what, what do you do after you accept it? You move forward and you try to fix it. Yeah. So I think that that's what it's all about. Um, to sit here and try to say, I'm just going to accept it and not do anything about it, I yeah. think kind of defeats the purpose. I think accepting it is hard, though. Like I said, I think a lot of people say they accept it a mm -hmm. lot. We always convince ourselves that we're okay with this and, oh, it don't bother me. Mm -hmm. Like You know what's on your spirit when you lay your head on your pillow at right, night, right? right? And it takes years for people to accept. So so I think, I think that's the biggest hurdle. Mm -hmm. I think, honestly, I think once you accept something, I think that you have enough relief of burden to be able to move forward right but it's so many of us that really we we're not we haven't accepted shit mm -hmm. we like to again being walk around and say we're good but we know we're not good mm -hmm. you know what i mean but i think it's you know being able to be honest with yourself though at the end of the day yeah. um that's what got me to my level of acceptance is just being honest there are situations like the situation with my son i had to accept that fact and it didn't just come like okay it, it took some time where I lied and I said, I am okay with it. Then yeah. I realized I wasn't. Then I lied again, but it's like, I had to really dig deep, cry. Yeah. <laughs> um, just allow myself to to scream, to say, you know, just to get every get it all out of my system. Allow yourself to be human. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's yeah. I said that so much probably within this last week. It's like I am human. As much as I'm a mom and I'm a black woman, I'm a queen and all this stuff, I'm a boss. I'm still a human at the end of the day that yeah. has real feelings and real emotions. And if you do something to me or someone that I love, I'm only human to yeah. to hurt and to feel. But at the end of the day, I, I don't want to hold on to that hurt. I want to let that hurt go. Yeah. Um, and so finally being able to to accept that fact. Um, but you got to give yourself permission to. Oh, right? yes. A lot of us yes. don't do that. Like when you feel that way, it's okay. Like mm -hmm. a lot of us beat ourselves up when we feel like snap out of it, get over it. Like mm -hmm. you got to be gentle with yourself. Right. Like you have to give yourself permission to cry, to scream, yes. to be okay to be in that season mm -hmm. like it's it's okay you know what I mean <laughs> and you know it's funny that you say that because growing up I was labeled a crybaby because everything made me cry yeah. to the point where I stopped crying and I started scaring myself because it's like there would be people that I love and they would uh basically like pass away or do something to hurt me and I wouldn't show it any emotion because yeah. I was you know a crybaby but then it's like you know what it's okay. Like I'm human. I had to keep yeah. telling myself I'm human. Like that's one of my daily affirmations to myself. You are a human. Yeah. <laughs> so allowing myself to feel those things and to to cry and to to let it out, um, it feels good. Yeah. 
honestly. Yeah. No, nah, it's good to see you in this space, this energy. Uh, you're glowing. You look amazing. And I can tell that, you know, you have probably released some things. Well, what do you think that is? Yes. You know, my birthday just passed. So oh, I am okay. 28 now. And normally around my birthday, I do a lot of self-evaluation, a lot of self-reflection, and I'm just completely honest with myself. Mm-hmm. And that's the time where I can tell myself, girl, you, you, you haven't been you know, on it or, hey, these are some things that you can work on and just being a better person. So I really feel like that I can attribute this glow to that is that I feel like everyone should do that at least a few times a year. Yeah. Take the time to listen to what everyone else says, but look at how you want to be reflected to the world yeah. and, and make those, um, those changes and those um, acceptance. Yeah. Um, but you really have to be honest with yourself. You got to own your shit, man. Own I think it. that's the biggest thing. Like I started writing sticky notes and uh, telling myself the things that I am responsible for mm. in my life. Mm. And that's, there's some hard truths, yes. like for you to be able to look in the mirror and, and like, yo, like I gotta, I gotta own this shit. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and, um, also I'm a big fan. I think Charlemagne talks about on the breakfast club, but having those self affirmations in the morning, because, Sometimes you can just wake up and have a bad day, but you have to tell yourself yeah. and you have to own the type of day that you want to have yeah. and really understand that you can only control the things that you can control. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I'll find myself guilty of trying to harp on things that I have no control over. And that's a lot of energy that I'm putting into something mm-hmm. that I could have been putting into myself yeah. and controlling the things that I you know, can actually do and move and see. So I want to be the change that I see. I know that sounds really cliche, but if I want to be a better person, I have to be a good person no matter what people are doing to me. Thanks. And it's a lot harder. Oh, hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. I'm still struggling with that, so I ain't going to lie. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so let's recap real quick. So in 2020, and I don't want to put any words in your mouth, okay. but in 2020, the queen says that you don't necessarily feel valued as a black woman within this world, right? Is that Within this world, yeah. Okay. And in 2020, you don't necessarily feel valued as a black woman amongst black men, mm-hmm. but you are in a position to give that another, another go around. Try. Yeah. Yes, another try, especially in the new headspace that I'm in now. I'm willing to give it another try because sometimes, like I said, we're ignorant and yeah. we just don't know. Sometimes when things are not directly happening to you or you're treating all the women in your life, but you know, that's just the women in your life and you can continue to do that. But there's other black women. Absolutely. And I feel like as a black man, you have to set that standard and set that example for everyone, for everyone. Yeah. Um, so I I think that that is worth giving another try. I yeah. don't want to say you know I'm I'm done with the black man because I wouldn't want the black man to be done with me. Mm. So I'm I'm willing to give him another try. Yeah, no, that's mm-hmm. good. That's good to hear. <laughs> like I said, we we get on the show with all four of us, man. We cut loose, we laugh, Facts. Uh, <laughs> you know. But I think that we only give we've only given the viewers and the listeners a, a snippet of mm-hmm. of who we are. So right, you know, right. I see you when the camera's off, mm-hmm. and I, I felt it was only fitting to be able to allow everyone else to, to see you, you know, you're beautiful, you're intelligent, you're a mother, um, you have, you know, business ambitions, you know, yes. I don't think that everyone, you know, is, is privy to see that, man. So right. I definitely wanted to put the spotlight on you, you know, <laughs> oh my gosh. black lives matter, but <laughs> black women matter yes. uh, as well. So yes. I want to tap into that. Like, how do you balance that? Right. You mm-hmm. are, you're a mother, mm-hmm. you're a businesswoman. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously you're a business partner here mm-hmm. on the podcast. Like, how do you 
navigate wearing those different hats in in today's world? I mean, it's got to be stressful, right? It definitely is stressful because sometimes people will tell you if you put too much focus on one thing, someone else, something else will lack. Yeah, yeah. So it's just making sure that you find that equilibrium. And because I don't want to say um, balance, but you want to make sure that you're giving everything the necessary attention and you want to make sure you're up and you're present for all those things. Yeah. And so just being able to, um, one, become whole and become one with yourself, be present with yourself, listen to yourself. And then when you start with yourself, I can be present here at the podcast. I can be present as I'm a mom. I can be present when I show up to business meetings or interviews yeah. and things like that. But if I'm all over the place internally, when I get here, you're going to be able to see it. <laughs> and then, Energy's going to be off. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be off because I haven't become one and become present with myself. Yeah. So um, those self-care Sundays, those times to, to pour to me, that is very, very important. And I can't stress that enough because the the moment that you stop doing that or you stop taking care of yourself, those little bitty things, um, it, it will definitely show up in everything else that you do. And, and you don't ever want, you know, like I was like we were just saying, I'm a black woman. I'm a black person and I'm also a black woman. Mm-hmm. If I don't come correct yeah. <laughs> that one time it's gonna uh, another label gets added to Absolutely. me so i have to make sure that i i pay attention to me and at the same time i i don't neglect myself so mm. i can be present for everyone else so you have a son mm-hmm. how is that relationship in 2020 baby aiden he's he's young so yes. I don't, he's probably not comprehending everything that's going <laughs> on but on both sides of the spectrum mm-hmm. like you're raising a black uh, son, mm-hmm. what are some of the things that you're trying to instill in him to be able to survive and make it in this world? Um, and on the flip side about right. the relationship aspect between black men and right. black women, you know what I mean? Um, well, number one, I think um, I keep going back, but I think it's a very important episode about the emotional intelligence. I'm teaching him that young because when he can understand, you know, these are the things that you are presented, you can move correctly. At school, you know, just being at home, um, I, I want to make sure I'm teaching him those things. And so our relationship now, I try to be completely candid with him. Mm. I wasn't like that. My upgrade upbringing, my parents sheltered me from a lot. Yeah. So I want to make sure that he's aware, still in a child's place. You know, I'm telling him, baby, we don't have no money or nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna stress but what I mean is the fact that I let him know, Aiden, when you go to school, you're 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 supposed to learn. Yeah. You know, and I have to make him aware he's he's becoming aware of the distinction between black and white now. You know, he has mm. black friends and white friends. And he and knows that he knows that brings me back to what uh <laughs> what our producer said. Terrence J, what did you you keep to I keep going back to this. You told me the biggest weapon what the you, biggest weapon that you can give a kid is knowledge and truth. There you go. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, and I'm struggling with that because to your point, everything that's going on, like there's so much stuff that I didn't want my son to see. You know, Mm -hmm. like I'm not showing him these videos of these black men getting killed, you know, but a part of me is like, to to Terrence's point, like at some point you got to tell him the truth. Yes. Because if he's walking around here naive, then he's he's defenseless. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I made the mistake of taking him when he was four to go see Queen and Slim. Oh, I, I, I say mistake because that was just a lot real quick. And I didn't think, you know, him being four, he was paying attention. I thought he would fall asleep, but he stayed up. And now anytime he sees a cop, mommy, they're going to kill us. Well, and so that's yes. real life, though. Like, so that's what I'm saying. So half of it is is the fact that I understand that he's becoming aware. Yeah. 
Uh, but then the other half is like, I still want you to <laughs> be, be a kid. A I, don't, kid. Yeah, yeah. I don't want you to grow up in fear, but I want you to be aware. I want yeah. you to be aware that just because of your man, your black man, and you know, you have already you're perceived as a threat. Yes. Yeah. You're perceived as a threat and, from birth. And I can't even completely relate to that because I'm a black woman. So yeah. what a black man goes through, I can't even completely And I appreciate you saying that. Because <laughs> I think that gets slept on. You know, I think it's a it's a reciprocal relationship, right? I think that we don't give enough attention to black women. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think and sometimes black women no, don't necessarily acknowledge what the hell we fighting for our lives on yes. a day to day basis. Yes. yes. Right? So, so we got to be in each other's corner. Exactly. Yeah. So just the same way how you apologize at the beginning, I think as black women, we, we say we're there, but are we really there to the extent that we can be or we should be? Yeah. So I think that on both spectrums, there's always going to be room for improvement, but that just comes from a conversation and listening yeah. and, and acknowledging uh, feelings on both sides. Yeah. So, so for my son, just, you know, teaching him to be emotionally intelligent um, and then allowing him to to express himself. Yeah. You know, children have voices and emotions, too. So I, I wasn't privy to that. Same. Children are supposed to be heard, seen, seen and not, not heard. heard. Yeah. So when he's telling me things, you know, to some point that he is a child. Yeah. But to another point, I want to hear and understand, you know, what's going on in his little mind mm-hmm. so I can make the necessary adjustments yeah. um, on my end. But I think it's... Um, the process, for sure, um, as a as a mother, as a parent, period. That is definitely an, a job, and so I'm I'm treating it though as it's a privilege to raise him, and, yeah. and he could be the next, you know, Aiden. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Somebody, what's those captions that we see on social media? Somebody, somebody's husband. Somebody, you know, and that's <laughs> and that's real. So yeah, uh, we can thank our parents for helping us mold into the people that we are or we aren't. Yeah. But I definitely want to make sure that I'm doing, you know, what I need to be doing. And it's not easy, though. Yeah. It's definitely not easy. Facts, facts. <laughs> yeah, it's a struggle. So you teach them how to open doors and pull yes. out chairs, all that yes. good stuff for I, women? Yes. Yeah. Because we don't see that a lot. And I don't think that it takes a man to do that. I can tell him, you know, you know, take, you know, if you see a young lady, let her go first. Yeah. If we're walking on the sidewalk, you you walk, you know, on the side with the traffic. You keep her protected. Like, mm. you know, you protect your woman. So he is very protective of me. <laughs> and, and when I come, everyone says, oh, he loves his mom, you yeah. know. And he, I didn't, you know, I don't think I directly said that. I think it's just my actions and how I've, the things I've been telling him, the different principles I've been giving yeah. him. He's kind of, you know, making those decisions. And it's good to see him doing it on his own. Yeah. Uh, and not just for me, but for other young ladies out there. So, Baby Aiden. Shout <laughs> yes. out to Baby Aiden. Shout out to you, boo. <laughs> He's a handsome young man. He as loves well. the podcast. Does so, he? Yes. Yeah, He's like, my mom's on TV. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Nah, he's mm-hmm. he's a he's definitely a good kid. Yes, thank but, uh, you. But no, I I appreciate you. I appreciate you being a part of this platform. Um, I think that you've helped shape and mold, you know, what this podcast has has become. <laughs> and uh, we we just getting started. Man. Yes, we, we yes. got a lot of a lot of new uh, things coming. Yes. Definitely gonna take it into a different direction. And uh, you know, I'm proud to say that it's becoming it's becoming a business at this point. Mm-hmm. So for know, sure, this is uh. Yeah, that's that's the end goal. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? We do this for fun. Um, but, you know, I definitely, when I first started this vision, um, it was to grow it into a, a profitable mm-hmm. business doing something that, you know, I enjoy doing. So it took right. a while before, you know, you joined the yes. uh, the cast, man. But I'm, I'm, I appreciate it. Nah, Opportunity. <laughs> nah, you stepped up you and you showed up. You know what I mean? So I appreciate that. Um, 
again, I think that everybody has had a better opportunity to kind of learn who you are Mm -hmm. today, uh, aside from all the ruckus and and showing out (laughs) that we do. So uh, no, I think this was a needed, needed sit down conversation. Um, I do want you to leave us with one thing though. Um, And this is a very basic question, um, but I want you to answer this question in uh, two words. Um, Who is Tavia? I am a, I'm a black queen. I think that sums it up. (laughs) Black queen. Absolutely. You're a black queen. I think we have a responsibility to Mm -hmm. protect our black queen. So I hope that message was not lost in translation today. Again, Queen, I love you. I value you in my life in all aspects. And uh, I, I definitely want to see you win. So I'm, I'm rooting Likewise. for you. Likewise. I'm rooting for you. Likewise. But no, I appreciate you coming through today. <laughs> uh, we will have sure. some some more conversations off camera because, uh, like I said, we, we got some changes coming up to the podcast. Okay. And uh, I'm very uh happy and blessed that again you're a part of this platform thank you thank you for having thank you for coming out here today (laughs) thank you appreciate it appreciate it um let the people know where they can find you you all can find me as you know on instagram (laughs) artavia and that's a-r-t dot a dot v-i-a say it correct artavia you can also find me on snapchat artavia dot h and then you can always find me on youtube on our talk to me night talk to me nice channel the podcast tune in and subscribe <laughs> i didn't tell you you actually won too so we took a poll about who was uh the fa- yeah the, really the, the favorite host it's so, been nice <laughs> yeah no yeah, no they said they said that they liked your face a lot better than mine so oh i can see that yeah we got- <laughs> we might have to make some changes but uh man y'all know what it is man it's your boy cp the real uh you can find me on instagram cp underscore the real one word same thing on Facebook. And just to reiterate, please make sure you tune into the Talk To Me Nice uh, YouTube channel. Catch all the visuals. Uh, we are streaming on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. So please stream, like, subscribe, comment, share with a friend. Uh, we want to get your feedback. Uh, but that is our show for today. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Talk To Me Nice. We out.